our Lord Jesus Christ, while he gathered together with his disciples at supper, he took the bread and he gave thanks. And he said, take this. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. The New Testament, a new covenant between God and his people, a covenant not marked by the blood of bulls and goats, but by the blood of the Son of God, a better covenant. This better testament and covenant is not an if covenant like the old one, which relied on both God and man to do something. No, this better covenant is an I will covenant, relying solely on God fulfilling the work and fulfilling the work through his son. Jesus himself represents a better, surer covenant from God, a covenant where blessings from God are finally accessible to men. By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better covenant. He's a guarantee of a better covenant. This table represents God's pledge to redeem us, not only from the effects of the fall, but from the curse of the law. This better testament, a better covenant between God and man is one of fellowship. It's one of peace. It's a covenant where men can partake of divinity. It's a covenant of life and godliness. The life is in the blood. This covenant, this testament is in the blood. It's a life-giving covenant. It's a blessed covenant. It's a better covenant, and it's made sure by God offering up his only son. You can't, you can't get more serious than that. God couldn't be more serious about saving us. He couldn't offer more. God couldn't offer a more substantial guarantee of his promises than that he offered up his only begotten son. Christ himself guarantees that this covenant is a better covenant. We're talking about the humility of deity. Emmanuel, God with us, dwelling among men in a body prepared for him, without sin, and always doing the will of the Father, and laying down his life. What a payment. What a pledge. He's the surety of it all, brethren. God has instituted his covenant and he's pledged his one and only son as the surety of its promises. To those of us who believe are born again and live by faith, we can testify of the difference of this old and new. And and we can heartily agree that it's better indeed. And the fact that that we are experientially, you find that you're born of God that you're made new, that you're forgiven, 
and that you're sanctified and that your conscience is purged and that you're cleansed and that you're transformed and that in the end you'll be glorified. See, that testifies that this is a better covenant. It testifies that, that, that Jesus really is the surety that God's work is sure. Our, our involvement for receiving this blessing is not in the doing, but in the believing and in the remembering. Around this table, we're not re remembering our failures and our shortcomings. We're not remembering our past sins. We're remembering the one who took away our sins. He took away our sins as far as the east is from the west. And he took it away with his own blood. He's pledged it with his own blood. And we do this in remembrance of him, the one who has invested his whole self and the work of our salvation, and we are thankful. Our dear Heavenly Father, we are thankful, and we are grateful that you've pledged a surety of our salvation, and that you offered up your only begotten Son. We're thankful, Lord, for this better covenant, based on better promises, with blood that speaks better things than that of Abel. Lord, we're, we are thankful that for its remediating effects and its transformative effects, and that this covenant is a covenant of fellowship. Lord, help us to remember your son as we come around this table and as we partake of the body of Christ that is broken for us and the blood that is shed for us. Amen. It's the cup in the New, cup, New Testament. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.